<laughs> don't even binge them. I just like put them straight into my stomach. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'll listen to you guys. I'll obey. I promise. Hi there. Welcome to the Reading Queens podcast and welcome to talking about books. <laughs> <laughs> very weird, but we're keeping it in. Anyway, uh, today we're discussing a very specific genre of books that I love, if you guys haven't noticed. Uh, thrillers! Yay! Woo-hoo. Yay! <laughs> um, I'm Valia. I'm Abby. And I'm Tess. And we're thriller lo- lovers, so we are here to talk about them. I am going to have problems talking this whole episode. I'm going to forewarn you guys right now, because clearly my brain's not working. But anyway... We're, yeah, we're going to talk about thriller shows, thriller books, thrillers in general, what we love, what we don't love. Um, Let's get into it. How are you? I have a cold. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So it just means that I want to curl up with a Kleenex box and read thrillers all day. So this is the perfect, perfect timing for this episode. (laughs) Uh, I, on the other hand, am, do not have a cold and I am just (laughs) swell, you know, just swell. Just swell. Okay, perfect. <laughs> That's all. That's all we're going to say about our lives. Yeah, I guess our lives are pretty yeah. boring. That's because we're not main characters in thrillers. Like, <laughs> Which I am okay with, okay? Let's yeah, be honest. For real. Yeah, same. This is one of those genres that I am okay that I am not a main character in. Um, but yeah, we're just going to dive right into it because I, let's just do that. It works for me. Nothing exciting going on in my life, so it's fine. Um Okay, so typically we do focus on young adult fantasy around here, especially since most of us write in that or, you know, sci-fi and stuff. But thriller is like one of those things that I love so much. And it's the genre that gets me out of reading slumps. It's the genre that's like the fastest thing that I'm always attracted to. So um, we're going to just talk about them in general first before we dive into books but Abby I wanted to know uh what is like the thing that you love most about thrillers because you read a lot of them I do I do I yeah I I don't even binge them I just like put them straight into my stomach like I don't know okay okay I just swallow them whole uh let me think yeah, I definitely like that I'm not a main character in a thriller <laughs> novel. <laughs> Though I guess I was thinking about it when you said that. We could be pre-main characters. You know, because like before the thriller part of the book starts going, they just live normal, boring lives and nothing interesting happens. So maybe we're just in our pre-thriller, like main character life right now. All right, now I'm going to be paranoid, but thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I do my best. Uh, what do I love most about thrillers? I just, I think what I love is that, well, they're not boring. True. <laughs> I know it sounds so cliche, <laughs> but like when I'm just sitting there on the couch and I just want something exciting to happen, but I don't want to actually go make something exciting happen, you know, like fake FOMO. Yeah. Like, you want it, but you don't want it. And so I can like travel and have adventure and like pow, 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 like beat people up if I have like spy training, but I don't actually have to do anything. Like I don't have to get off my couch and I love that. <laughs> and it just makes me feel better about my life. Like, yeah, I don't know. I would do it. Yeah. Like even <laughs> if I've gotten a fight with my, my spouse or something, I'm like, well, at least I'm not secretly plotting to murder him. So I'm doing pretty great. Like, <laughs> we're good. We're good. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> I love that you love thrillers too, because you always talk about like how you, you, your, your personality is just like such sunshine and like puppies. <laughs> and then you just love thrillers and it just love that contrast so much. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Like, my first, my first book I wrote, like, definitely leaned horror, like, horror thriller, yeah. and, like, I scared myself so much while writing it, but then I was wearing, like, happy yellow and, like, butterflies and, like, all the things, so. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. Tess, do you have, like, a favorite thing about thrillers that Abby didn't mention? Um, I mean, I just would echo the same thing that you said, which is that they get me out of reading slumps, uh, because... Like, my favorite thing about them is that they're such a palate cleanser for me because most of the time I read really, really heavy world building, epic fantasy. Um, I can even get in reading slumps with romantic fantasy. Sometimes it's just mm-hmm. not, like, 
romantic fantasy okay that's my favorite I love fantasy romance so much but it's a different pace and you like really slow it's such a especially if you read like slow burn and it's not just like bam we met on page one and we are just you know things are happening <laughs> it's wild um if it's slow burn you just you really have to get to know the characters there's all these little nuances that make a good romance um so on that and then there's like the the world building the politics of epic fantasy and sometimes my brain especially when I'm writing that genre combination of those genres or you know one or the other I need something that's so different and something that I don't really have to think about and I love that about thrillers is that I don't really have to like I don't really have to think about it while I'm reading because they're just feeding it all to me and it's the like language tends to be a lot simpler than um than in fantasy I just love being able to have that contrast of something that you can go to that's still equally has well written, but is just like written differently and presents to my brain differently and distracts me. Like they're way more bingeable for me than any other genre. Yeah, like I can yeah, read a thriller sure. so much faster than like a fantasy book of the same length. So that's my favorite part. Well, yeah. they're such Get me like, out of that reading slump. Yeah, yeah they're like <laughs> self-esteem boosters because it takes like three weeks to get through a honking, you know, fantasy book <laughs> you're like oh i'm the worst reader ever and then you can read like 10 of these in a day you're like oh i'm like i'm doing great good. <laughs> like look how many books i read i read so fast yeah. just throwing a thriller every now and then. i do think that that's one of my favorite things about it too is that it's like one and done like you don't typically have like the thrillers even if it's a series there's they're standalone like you can read them individually so it's like well they might have like a if it's a series, you'll have, like, an overreaching arc, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, the mystery is usually self-contained into each book. And so it's, like, you can literally just read one and be done, you know? And, like, not worry about, oh, like, what's going to happen next and whatever and stuff. And I kind of love that because most of the th- thrillers I read are not part of a series. They're they're one and done. And it's – I've been binging them. Like, I can't <laughs> – I haven't been able to be, like, one of those people who just starts reading it and, like – takes a week if I pick up a thriller like I know I'm not doing anything else so join me on the dark side <laughs> yeah I've been her 50 books a month um, a week <laughs> not even a month a week no um okay so let's talk about like the things that we like what makes the best type of a thriller so Tess like what do you think makes like a thriller so good uh the pacing like just mm-hmm. having that like pacing just be like bam 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 and the slow like a fast pacing but a slow drip of like clues like even if it's not a mystery specifically but it's more of a psychological thriller there's usually some kind of backstory there's usually secrets so that like contrast between like a fast pace but a slow drip of clues so that you are little by like you're flipping through these pages but you are like little by little getting to know more characters I also um and this is maybe more of just like a personal thing but I really love when you can't trust like anybody when mm-hmm. everyone's suspicious I love uh red I almost call them red flags I don't love red flags <laughs> red the red herring like I love when someone does something that's a little suspicious and you're like okay I got my eye on you and then someone else does something that's suspicious like oh but I got my eye on you too and you're just like not trusting everyone you're like reading between the lines everything that happens you're just trying to like dissect and be like okay I can totally see how like this could be the thing or whatever um like, I feel like that's really important to, to, to not have it so cut and dry right away. Um, and I also, I do love an uh, unreliable narrator, not to like a really intense degree where it's just like kind of obnoxious mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't even know if what I'm reading is real, but where you're just like a little bit unsure if they're giving you the full story the full scoop or if they're hiding something about their past right like i like when the unreliable unreliable narrator i told you i cannot talk today (laughs) um it like makes you question what you're if you're what you're reading is correct like like not not to a point where you don't believe it but to a point where it's like but what if like what if it's different you know what I mean like um that little doubt yeah just like a tiny little spark of doubt yeah if you don't (laughs) overdo it yeah you're like okay okay yeah am I what I the book I just read the last book I read was like that um the reckless girls by Rachel Hawkins it's it was very much like I doubted everybody (laughs) Mm. I'm like what is happening here but I'll talk about that in a second um is it anything else, Abby, that you think makes a good thriller? Plot twists. Okay. 100% plot Ooh, twists for yes. me. Like, I get, I get pissed if there's no plot <laughs> twist or if I figure out something. 
and that actually is the answer like i get mad i'm like this is the this is worthless (laughs) why did i (laughs) why did i waste my time on this i like to be utterly surprised and like slammed out of nowhere and i just love it like the weirder (laughs) the crazier the better (laughs) i love all that that's funny i do like that if there's like if there's a plot twist that i predict like because usually you'll start to see it and i feel like riley sager tends to do a pretty good job of this because i'll usually start to see like okay i i'm starting to see what this is about and then right at the end after you've already gotten the one where it's like you get what you thought was going to happen and you almost feel a little disappointed even though you were pretty excited about and like okay so it did end the way like i was starting to suspect it was and then a little twist right at the end that makes that like makes up for that like it's like a satisfying disappointment you know when you like when you guess a plot twist or when things start to unfold as in a way that you are starting to anticipate but just that little tiny twist right after that that makes me like like okay that made it really rewarding oh, I, actually I love hate that, that. That's funny. I hate you do <laughs> yeah okay okay i hate <laughs> if it's like satisfyingly disappointed like just like what you said i hate that because it yeah. means i guessed it and I hate no that. that that's what I mean too. That's why I only like I like it if it if they twist it after that, like a double. Because if it does like end, twist. yes, if it yes. ends on that, just the satisfying disappointment, then I'm like, okay, that was a so so book. Like that was good, but like it could have been a lot better. And I have read books that end there, and I'm like, I'm not reading from this author again because oh, that was wow. interesting. What I wanted, that's- but the second twist after that that is like okay that was awesome one of the um one of the shows that i watched has that That's so funny. okay i can't tell you twist. what it was though but we'll talk about that later yeah, yeah. double twists are like my gold standard like if you can surprise yes. me once at the end i'm like okay i'm willing to read you again but if there's two twists at the end i'm like okay i'm gonna read everything this author writes because i obviously yes. do not see any of it coming you guys are so, that's so like funny. That's gold standard. That's like the opposite of me. Like, <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Because you predict everything. Because I predict everything. So for me, it's like I went through a whole stage where I was like literally telling my mom, like, I would just be like, mom, this is what's going to happen in this book. Like, just so we know if I'm correct at the end, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. I, and then I've like, I'm right all the time. And so uh, for me, like a, th- a satisfying thriller is when I'm correct. Like if I what? figure out like no! all the twists, <laughs> I'm like, yes, this is great. That's because you, you no. can predict somehow like really well-written ones. And so I think the problem would be if you were surprised, I feel like that would be bad because that would mean it wasn't well-written. Okay, yeah. Like, because every twist I feel like should have clues where you can look back mm-hmm. and be like so amazed and like get chills up your spine that you didn't catch it because you should have been able to at least pick up the clues or at least kind of read between the Mm -hmm. lines if it comes out of absolutely nowhere and you can't even look back and be like uh right right. what where i feel like that might be what the thing is for you because if you if you're so surprised that like you didn't pick it up because you're so good at picking up those well-written plot twists, that's bad. Yeah, that's, that's bad. A good that means point. That it, like there was no, oh, there was no foreshadowing. No, no, no. no. Okay, I'm gonna like push back on that okay. just slightly. Okay, because I what I don't like is again when I can like predict it. But what I like is when I pick up all the clues and then the author twists the clues around so that what I. think think is gonna happen actually had a totally different meaning mm-hmm. that's what like oh okay so the, the clues are still there but the interpretation of it is completely twisted right so the funny thing about me that sounds fun is i usually like my brain goes to the twisted <laughs> like you're gonna see that already like yeah like th- like that's where my brain goes and so i'm like oh if that's what he does or what she does i am here for it like you know what i mean like it's like my brain is just like if you take this and you give me a twist instead of what is expected yes I am here for it <laughs> like that's how my brain works because I can tell you I mean I don't want to like I hate okay one of the things that I hate about like not thrillers but just reading thrillers when other people recommend it to me I hate when people are like there's a twist coming like if you tell oh, me I that, hate that too I hate that too <laughs> oh, nuts. if you tell me that I will pick it up in the first chapter like I'm not even kidding my brain just automatically figures out the the way my writer brain would write it and what would be the it, best it like disturbs me Valia it disturbs <laughs> me the plot twist that you pick up ahead of time like the ones you've told me about I'm like how 
did you already get that? You've got to be kidding know, me. Like, but that's how my brain works. And it's so weird because there is, I'm not going to, okay, I'm not going to mention the book itself, but I remember this book was everywhere and people were like, oh my gosh, it has the best twist. It has the best twist. And like, I just started reading it when I started seeing that online and the, it was like chapter two, I think. And I was like, this is what it's going to be. And is I, it Gone I, Girl? <laughs> no, I mean, that one I had figured out really fast too. But um, I don't know. Should I mention it? Yeah, mention it. The Silent Patient. Yeah, because you're just saying. <laughs> oh, like, I read The Silent wait. Patient. Wait, the which one? Patient. Oh, okay. You picked that one up early. Okay, wow. I picked okay. that one up like in chapter two. I think it was so funny because I started reading it because I think it was a like book of the month pick for me, and I was really excited about it. So I got it a little bit earlier before it came out, but then I didn't read it until like right as it came out. And so it was, like, all over the place, and people were like, oh, my gosh, it has the best twist. It has the best twist. And I literally was at Chapter 2, and I closed my book, and I went and found my mom, and I was like, Mom, this is what's going to happen. And I'm kind of mad about <laughs> it because now this is all I'm going to see. Because that was not going to be fun. Yeah. And I still really enjoyed the book, but I was correct. And that one, that time, I was mad about it because I'm like, don't tell me there's a twist. Yeah. <laughs> like, that I ruins that. it for me. <laughs> Like, even though you know there's going to be one, but if someone, like, puts a lot of emphasis on yes. it, they're like, okay, well. I'm like, just yeah, going to sit yeah. here trying to figure. Like, my brain just automatically goes, okay, this is what I would do if I was writing this. Okay, cool. This is what it is. And then it's like, right. And I'm like, dang it. <laughs> that is so funny. Anyway, so I'm I think that's why fine. I don't read blurbs all the way through when it comes to mm-hmm. thrillers. Yep. Because as soon as they start hinting oh, that's toward, a good idea. like, a twist or whatever, I, I know, like, yeah, like Valia, I'll start thinking in that mm-hmm. pattern. Yep. And then I'll <laughs> figure it out. And then I'm not surprised. And then it's not worth it to me. Yeah, that's why when I recommend books, like, I think I told you to read No Exit, right? We'll talk about it in a yeah, second. Yeah. I told you to read No Exit, and I was like, just read it. <laughs> yeah. And you did. I didn't even tell you. Excellent. No, I that's why. Like, just read it. <laughs> that is why I'll always read whatever book you recommend me because I know you're not going to spoil it. It's true. I just, <laughs> I just very aggressively tell you to read it so <laughs> it works uh, but that's how I love recommended thrillers because I'm just like no just read this I just don't you don't need to know what it's about yeah just yep, trust yep, me and read it. it it's just a thriller you don't need to know yeah, a lot about exactly. it <laughs> um, but let's talk about no exit really fast so we'll st- we're st- going to talk about our books now uh, we're going to talk about no exit because uh, the movie just came out on Hulu which I didn't know was even a thing that was going to happen so that was like a nice surprise <laughs> when I went on Hulu uh, but that was one of my surprise reads actually right so i had that also as book of the month uh this is not sponsored but i'm obsessed with book of the month (laughs) and um i got that book as one of my picks and then it literally sat on my shelf for a year because i was like i'm reading all these other things you know kind of thing and i was finally like you know no let me just read it like let me just pick it up and read it and i flew through that book and i was just like everybody needs to read it because this was so well written and the pacing was great and the characters and all this stuff Mm -hmm. um and also has like one of my favorite like tropes situations is when you're snowed in together (laughs) i just love that so much um but yeah so you read it Yes, Abby. And then Tess was supposed to read it, but she didn't finish it. I read like, I think I'm at like 25, 30% maybe, maybe a little bit more. But yeah, I got distracted by Fairy Loot. (laughs) So I couldn't finish it because I need to read my Fairy Loot book. It's okay. We forgive you. Um, Uh, I will probably finish it unless, wait, have any of you guys uh, seen the movie? Yes. Can I watch the movie instead or first? Or do I have to read the book first? No, I think you should read the book. I think the book's better. Yeah. I mean, because I probably won't get to the book for a yeah. while now I that I have like a bunch of I other books. I definitely think that the book, um, the movie did a good job creating like the atmosphere of mm-hmm. the story, I think. Yeah, but I agree. the book definitely portrayed everything in a much better way. Like watching the movie, okay. I probably would have had it like figured out even faster, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But reading the okay. book, it was like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, so, I won't watch the movie yet then. Because I was thinking about that. I was like, I probably can't get to finishing it for, like, at least another, like, few books. Uh, so I was like, maybe I'll just watch the movie. But that that's good. I, I When it comes to a thrill, most thrillers, like, I mean, I've watched a lot of thrillers that have books. And I've uh, watched the show first. But, like, a lot of the ones where I've read the book first and then watched the movie, I was like, man, I'm glad I didn't watch the movie first. The book was, like, it was good, but it was, like, the book was better. It was, like, more. Yeah, the yeah. movie's not bad. Like, it just the book, I think it... 
it draws out some of the reveals a little mm-hmm. bit more. Like, okay, you don't you don't learn about certain things or mm-hmm. characters or events until a little later. So I I don't know. I just I liked the pacing of the book a little bit better. Yes, because it felt okay. more like a that, oh, that shoot. said that said <laughs> yeah. It. I'll listen to you guys. I'll obey. I promise. <laughs> good, good. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but that's a really good, uh, interesting, like, comment on it, right? So, like, I love watching thriller movies and thriller shows and stuff like that. I do like shows better than movies just because they do draw out things a little bit mm-hmm. better in sense of, like, when you're – which is really funny. So we talk about thrillers being the fast pace. Like, we love the fast pace of the thrillers. But then when it comes to, like, watching it on screen, we're like – slow it down (laughs) like yeah because you can't do the slow reveal in a movie like the fast-paced slow reveal is like that contrast is so important to like really making you care Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i feel like the book gave you more time to care yes about certain things yeah that makes sense yeah and i did feel like they changed something that i was kind of like why they changed the main character's background yes okay that was okay interesting and it was fine Mm -hmm. but i kind of liked the original background Mm -hmm. better because it made her more of an average jane yes you know that just kind of happened to be thrown in this this situation yeah yeah whereas the change that they made made her i don't know i think i think they're trying to make it more suspenseful like is she an unreliable narrator right but i don't actually i don't know it just felt like she was trying to be special mm-hmm. if that makes sense yes yeah. i like the whole average jane thing better i definitely do think that they were trying go- to go for the unreliable narrator which is like a staple in movies and shows when it comes to thrillers right now which i'm like i'm okay with it but also like don't overdo it yeah yeah it's like, <laughs> i don't think it added to no the movie. yeah so tess you had some shows before we go back to books you had some shows that you really enjoyed that were thriller esque tell us about those yeah like the two ones that i enjoyed so much so the one like ah now that we've talked about twists i don't want to say that this one had a twist but like so i've never read the book which is sharp objects but i did see the show oh there's a show on um hbo the show was really good i don't know how it compares to the book because i haven't read um i haven't read the book but the show was really good and then like it did have that thing at the end where i was like okay i'm satisfied and very comfortable but, like, I kind of wish it was, like, more. And then I did get more. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I absolutely love that whole show because of that, like, last little piece. Interesting. Um, so I'm like, oh, darn, now I'm doing the thing where, like, people are like, I'm going to watch for the twist now. Because it is, I think it was fun because I didn't see it coming that I much. I read the but, book um, yeah, on okay, that, that was but good. I haven't watched the show it has Amy Adams. In I it, really right? like the show. It has Amy Adams, um, and yeah, so I really like that one. The other one that I saw more recently was "Tell Me Your Secrets," which I saw that it was on Prime, okay. um, and that one I don't I don't know if it's a book. I can't remember, but it was just really good. It was another one of those like I loved the uh, the like mystery of the character's past, and she is doesn't actually remember her whole past, and so that was really fun. Okay to watch and like the um yeah that one was really good it just had like really good characters and was very fascinating and it better have a season two because Mm -hmm. it did not wrap up everything at the end let me tell you like you got some answers which were like really cool to see and i okay so this was fun because i predicted the things that were you know the reveals Uh like a couple episodes ahead and so that's kind of like where i like to be i don't like to see it super early but i do like to see it right before because then i feel cool when i see it i'm like yes i knew it i had a feeling this was gonna happen i'm so awesome um and so that kind of happened in that for me where i was like okay i (laughs) bet you anything this is what's about to happen i'm like oh my god it happened um yeah so i really want that to have another season that's funny that's how my mom is when we watch any kind of police procedure like we've, we've been watching castle right and so she's seen it before, but it's been so long that she doesn't remember anything. So we'll be like, it'll be a murder case that they're doing. And she's like, oh, this is the murder. No, this is the murder. And then when she's right at the end, she's just like, oh, I'm getting better. <laughs> it's so cute. I love that. <laughs> she gets so excited. That's, That's adorable. So funny. Um, Abby, have you watched any exciting thriller shows or movies I'm, recently? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I don't think so. Mainly because... Um, my husband likes them and he likes to watch those things with me 
but he can he's like a one show at a time person so he can't like i can watch like 100 different shows at once and keep all the storylines straight as long as they're in different genres but he can't so we're finally freaking finally in season seven of the blacklist and i'm just waiting for it to be over so we can watch other things together (laughs) that's cute but yeah he's the best because he's he's like the perfect person to watch something thrillery slash scary with because he freaks out he like completely freaks out <laughs> like we really oh my gosh yeah we watch when we watch no That's exit so funny. he i think he dropped the f-bomb twice and tried to like crush my hand <laughs> twice and oh my gosh, it's like how do so you funny. not know something's gonna happen like the yeah. music cues like how do you how are you not ex- how is this surprising you <laughs> like, That's hilarious. that's so cute yeah, i love it I haven't I haven't watched any shows uh, thriller shows lately, but I did watch The Weekend Away, um, which just came out on Netflix, and then I watched well, obviously No Exit recently, and I feel like there was one other thing that I watched, but show like no shows, just movies. Yeah, movies. Um, because I feel like that's like a trend that's happening right now, which I'm like, it's fine. Just give me more, give me more movies. That that works too. Yeah. One and done, like a thriller. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there forever. Okay, let's talk about books. So, Abby, you wanted to talk about, I guess... Andrew Maine. I was Basically like, a person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to talk about Andrew Maine. Okay. So, I came across his stuff um, through, I think, one of the Amazon Pri- First Prime Reads or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it was his, the Underwater Investigation Unit, The Girl Beneath the Sea or Girl Beneath the Waves. Girl Beneath something watery-esque. Um, and I loved it because it across his books, but especially this one in his naturalist series, like serial killer series Mm -hmm. that he incorporates another thing that I love about thrillers or what makes a good thriller is just interesting background characters, like not necessarily the side characters, but main characters who are unique in their background, like their, their history past gosh what's the word for it career maybe career like their career is interesting so what i really liked about his underwater investigation unit is the main character first is female which is awesome Mm -hmm. but she is kind of like an underwater archaeologist so she's a phd student who basically is studying yeah like stuff found beneath water and what it and like how it relates to archaeology and all that which is so fascinating right and then she kind of gets hired out to be the person like if a car goes in the water or someone throws evidence in the river she's the person that goes in to go get like dive and bring that stuff out and so sometimes she has to recover dead bodies or evidence or stuff like that and so it's just a really really unique job that i had no idea existed but of course it has to exist like something <laughs> like that ha- somebody has to go in the water guys right and so yeah it's just learning more about that was so interesting and i went down on a huge wikipedia rabbit hole which <laughs> i loved and then in his naturalist series um i believe it's a trilogy i could be wrong um those were originally indie published um his underwater investigative unit i think are trad published um but I think he was originally an indie author and now hybrid. Um, the The main guy is an academic. He's a professor. And he's like a math professor or something like that. That's super like numbery, science-y, nerdy. And he basically gets drawn into a mystery. And like somebody dies who he's connected to. And he makes this program like he's a programmer almost. And he makes this formula magic Excel program thing i don't know not excel but he can figure out where serial killers are and figures out their formula and their patterns and all this stuff based on pattern so yeah he ends up like going throughout all the books and finding serial killers and it's really awesome because he's not the normal type to be drawn into a a thriller like that and yet he's using his background his smarts his like programming skills what he's trained in in order to tackle these things it's just really awesome. I love all that. I love the interesting stuff. Yeah, the setup. That sounds super interesting. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. the like the like the unusual. I was gonna say suspects, but not really suspects. Yeah, but an they're unusual like, person to be like the main character or whatever. 
Yeah, I just like that. I love learning stuff. And it's different than like the detective who has the mysterious past. It's Mm -hmm. no, this is a person and they just are trained in something cool. And then it devolves into something scary slash awesome slash keeps me up at night. Oh, okay. So that that works. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So everything Andrew made, I think y'all should read him. And the next book in his underwater investigative series comes out soon. So y'all should read it. It's on my list. And girl with me about it. Yes. I started book one (laughs) in the underwater series. I just haven't finished it yet because squirrel. Um, Tess, (laughs) do you have a book or an author you'd like to talk about? Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about the book that got me into thrillers, and I'm like 99% sure it's because you, Valia, recommended it to me. <laughs> um, it was uh, The Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn, and I just, I'm just i pretty sure that's the first thriller I read. Okay. I, it was at least the first one that got me into thrillers, um, but yeah, I'd been primarily just reading like young adult fantasy at that time, and I think I was in a reading slump, and I just like... I was having such a hard time getting out of it because I just fantasy was not working. And then you recommended that to me and I read it in like a couple days, which like had been a record for me at the time because I was reading very slow and I loved it so much. And it was such a nice fast paced read. Um, And yeah, so that one is like, it's really hard because I don't know if I would love it as much if I went back and read it for the first time now after I've read a lot of theory Mm -hmm. or thrillers. But um, in my mind, it's like the best one and it, it might, be because it was like my first one and so I didn't really understand I didn't really have like an idea of what like the thriller formula was aside from like movies and shows and stuff that I'd watch but that was my first thriller book and it was just really good I loved the unreliable narrator I liked the like uh the mental health issue of it because Mm -hmm. she you know she's going through like a lot of like emotional healing she was dealing with um like addiction and that part made her the unreliable narrator because you're like, oh, should she be taking her pills? Should she be mixing it with wine? And you're like, okay, so she's doing a lot of bad stuff, but like, but can I trust her and what she's seen? So I just thought that was really cool. Um, and so it's been really hard for me to like think of any other book as like better than that. Um, so it's kind of nice. I, I don't want to ever read it again because I just yeah. want it to like stay Linger, in that like, yeah. like, yeah. And I, I watched the movie and I did like the movie, but it was like, it just wasn't quite the same. It was like, it doesn't have that, like, the same sparkle as, mm-hmm. like, the book did. Because the book was, like, super exciting to me. Um, but, yeah, after that, I also read Blake Crouch. Yeah! So, yeah, he's, like, he's, like, my favorite sci-fi thriller I love sci-fi author. thrillers. I've read, like... Oh, they're so good. I've read almost... There, there's, like, he has a lot of other, like... He has, like, some shorts, I think, some, like, novellas and... Um, I haven't read those, but I have read the, like, uh, Wayward Pines, Mm -hmm. Recursion, and Dark Matter. And those are just, like, I love those ones so much. So he's, like, an auto-by-author for me. Um, And so is Riley Sager, which is not for me to talk about today. (laughs) I mean, you can. I'll join in, but that's for you. (laughs) Um, That's really cool, though. I love, like, see, I don't remember the book that got me into thrillers. I feel like I just always read them. But having that, like, emotional attachment to a thriller, like, I feel like it's just even better. Because <laughs> then you're just like, no, I really love this. Um, Riley Sager. Yes. Let's talk about this. Um, it's really funny because I didn't discover his books until his third book, I think, came out. And it's because I was, like, obsessing over him at BEA one day. And I couldn't go stand in line to meet him because I, like heard about this book and I really wanted it and I wanted to meet that the person that wrote it even even though I haven't read it yet because <laughs> it wasn't out <laughs> it was an arc and we were sitting we didn't end up making like his signing and so in, we were like sitting resting at against the wall and this girl comes up to me she's like hey so we had like two books left over from this signing do you want one and it was the Riley Sager one oh. I was like um yes <laughs> nice Um, so it was the lock every door and that's the one where uh it's set in an apartment building in new york where it's like nobody can get in to live there because everybody's been living there for like 50 plus years and it's like super prestige and it's all this thing and so this girl ends up moving in and all this stuff happens and it was just like when i read that i was obsessed first of all with his writing because i think he really handles the whole really clear fast-paced writing of a thriller really well 
And then he does the dropping of the hints and (laughs) the twists and all this stuff really well. And I was just so attached to the fact that, like, I was living in New York. So (laughs) I wanted a book about (laughs) New York. And then I went back and read his uh, Final Girls and The Last Time I Lied, because those were two two came before this one, and really loved it. The Final Girls is, like, so good. Hardcore, like, I would say girl power. I mean, Final Girls. That was my first one of his that I read. So that one has, like, this the special place. That one is probably how you feel about Lock Every, Lock Every yeah. Door. Because I'm like, that's the first one of his that I read. So I'm like, that one was so yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. And, I mean, I feel like his last book wasn't my favorite out of the ones, The Survive the Night. Uh, yeah, that one wasn't my favorite yeah, either. Also really ha- it wasn't bad. I didn't dislike it. Yeah. But there's it, something it about it that I can't say because yeah. it's going to ruin yeah. it. But there's the one thing about it that I figured out pretty early on. I was like, this is what it's going to be. Yeah. And I'm going to be so disappointed. I did feel that. I did feel that with that book too. <laughs> I feel like he just kind of threw it like in our faces. And I was like, no. I was like, it's this kind of book. <laughs> yep. it, that's what it looks like. And that's what the blurb sounds like. And then you read it and you're like, it's not this kind of yeah. book. Without spoiling anything, those are my feelings. <laughs> do you guys Do you guys want to read this book now? <laughs> um, I did. So this was on me too, which I thought was hilarious. But Home Before Dark, I that book was presented to me as like hardcore horror, right? And I went in thinking it was going to be horror and I was really excited and I was like, yes, give me. And I was, I was like, why am I expecting horror? He's like a thriller writer. <laughs> so as soon as I started reading it. That's what I thought too. I was like, maybe it's going to be like, right? you know, no. it's going to be a horror, a horror yeah, book. So, but but was, that, that was like the only time that he kind of like didn't meet the expectations, I guess, or those two times. But He's still one of my autobiographies. Wait, were we talking about a different one before that? Survive the Night? I was talking about the horror one just now. Oh, really? It wasn't Survive the Night? Oh, those are the same book in my brain. Okay, no, okay. I'm talking about the horror one was the one I was disappointed in. Survive the Night was also, was like my second, least like, favorite. least yeah. favorite okay. of his. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. No, the horror one is the one where I went into it thinking I was getting something. And then I got into it and realized I wasn't yep. going to get it. Kept reading it and for sure I didn't get it. Yeah, that's yes. the one that I was talking about. But yeah, the the first one you were talking about, that one's also my second to least favorite. But all the other ones are amazing, and I'm going to – he's an autobiography. Yeah, he's author. still, he's still an gonna auto- be an autobiography. Yeah, same. Just that happens, you know? With authors, sometimes you love, sometimes you get the, the a book, and you're just like, okay, that one wasn't my favorite, but I still love you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Abby, when you read him, you're going to start with <laughs> – Let's see. I've got – okay, so Yeah, my... read those first three. Great. <laughs> My library had a bunch, so it looks like which ones are going to be first? Come on, come on, come on. Ah, holds. Ugh. Okay, so it looks like Home Before Dark might be. Oh no, maybe Lock Every Door is going to be given to me first. Okay, perfect. I just went and like reserved like, yeah. all of them, so we'll see. Yeah, they're all worth reading for sure, even the two that. Me and Valia didn't 100% yeah. love. <laughs> I think I think it's just like with Home Before Dark, it's definitely was that do not meet expectations by what it was presented to me as, which just drove me nuts the whole book. Um, and Survive the Night, it's just, it was way too easy to spot everything what in the very the beginning. What about the last time I lied? I really like that one. Okay, okay. I love that one too. That one's might be like, oh, that one's hard. That one might be my second favorite. I think I like the setting a lot. I think that's mm. that one um, because I, I I don't know. It, it's that first thing. I think I have to just say Final Girls is my favorite of his because it was the first of his book that I read. Um, and then I just really – I think the setting of um, The Last Time I Lied just like really – I just loved it. Mm. I don't know. It's a, it a camp setting and it was – I think there's just always something inherently spooky about like, like summer camp mm-hmm. and like being out in like the abandoned – wood area um yeah i really like that one yeah so definitely this is like a perfect example of you can love an author but not love everything they write True. <laughs> um so the other author or i had like three other books that i'm going to mention because i think everybody needs to read them but ruth ware is one of my other like autobi authors and i don't like everything she writes um <laughs> but the death of mrs westaway like 
that book I think is her least liked by like Goodread reviewers and stuff like that but it was my most liked book hmm, by her I haven't read that one and that's so funny. I know I, th- I found that really interesting and it was funny too because I bought the book at an airport when I was waiting for my flight one day and I read like basically all of it by the time I got home because <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> stop and um she writes she has a lot of like I wouldn't say retellings but she like adapts a lot of like like the turning of the key you know um that was like a kind of like a direct mostly retelling but like the death of the westaway mrs westaway i think is also a uh like a take on an old story i just can't think of what it is off the top of my head right now um but i feel like she does that she'll take like a um older story and like twist it into like a thriller you know Mm. and i kind of like like reading how somebody like I love retellings obviously duh and so I kind of like <laughs> city, seeing it in a new t- uh, setting you know kind of thing um which actually brings me to Rachel Hawkins who uh she has two books out one is The Wife Upstairs and then the second one is Reckless Girls and The Wife Upstairs is I want to read both of those you should they were good very fast-paced um that's all I'm gonna say about that because I don't want to spoil anything. But The Wife Upstairs <laughs> is, like, they, they presented it as Jane Eyre retelling, right? Like, they actually, mm-hmm. like, say that. But Reckless Girls, I started reading it, and I was like, uh, why does this, like, kind of sound familiar in my head? And then, like, I went and looked up reviews, and it had, people said there wasn't, like, a direct retelling, but it had, and there were none, from Agatha Christie feels, Gotcha. And I was like, oh, interesting. Ooh, because And There Were None is my favorite, Agatha Christie. It's like one of my favorite books of all time. And so mm. I was like, no wonder I can like feel it yeah. <laughs> in my bones that it's coming. <laughs> um, so I thought that was, th- both of those need to be read and they're really interesting. Um, I was going to mention also, I'm just spitting thrillers at you guys now. Um, Nonchalant Sleep by... Yes! Okay. You made that me read that one too. Yes. That was good. That was Ta- good. Okay, I'm writing that down. So that one is different from everything we've talked about because it is a YA psychological thriller. And it was so freaking good. I love Criminal Minds. It's one of my favorite things. I love the study of the mind. And if you love Criminal Minds, if you love psychological thrillers... And you love the setting of 1980s. Yeah. And <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. And Silence of the Lambs. Yes. That's, yep, yep. A, that's pretty good. Um, I think they actually used that in the blur. But it was so good. It was really, oh, it was one of those things that like, I wish there was a follow-up book. Right. I have to say, then, I think I told you, I was like, this needs to be made into a TV show or something. Yes. Like, it would do so well. Yeah. It's so good. Obviously, we're not going to tell you much about it except for the fact that it has like the criminal minds feels in the fact that they go and interview serial killers and the people that go go interview the serial killers are two teenagers they are in the program the like basically the start of the BAU but for teenagers mm-hmm. um with the FBI and they are trying to catch a serial killer and while they're trying to catch a serial killer they have to go interview once and it's just it's so good it's so well written it's really just like it was so good. And it was a young adult psychological thriller, which I haven't seen, like, ever. <laughs> I'm sure they exist, but I just haven't seen it. <laughs> and I highly recommend it. This makes me really mad, you guys. I'm so mad because I don't have enough time to read all these <laughs> books. And, like, everything we've talked about today, like, I own a lot of the books we've talked about. Because if, if I see a thriller on, like, BookBub and it's for sale mm-hmm. and it's, like, a cover I've seen thrown around, I'm going to buy yeah. it. <laughs> because – but I only read thrillers in between fantasy mm-hmm. books. And I'm already having a hard enough time reading all my fantasy books. So what are you guys doing to me? You're so rude. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> this is why they, they need to be easily ingestible. Like, so you can read all of yeah. them because there's so many – that's true that's true yeah and it's really interesting to me because there are so many but we still keep going back to them it's like the same formula a lot of them have the same plot too like you read the the Mm -hmm. blurb and i'm like okay this is the same blurb like the new um the new riley sager one that's coming out Mm -hmm. i read the blurb and i was like okay that sounds like the same blurb of so many other books and i am so excited about it it's like it's almost like because you recognize that formula and you liked it before and you're like, okay, I'm so excited to read that again, but by like a different author, yeah. that's like, 
that's one of those times well it's it's also because there's so much more room to like twist and like mm-hmm. you know do a bunch of stuff so yeah it's funny because i've i've bought a lot of thrillers that like i read the blurb I'm like that sounds like a book i've already read yay let's <laughs> buy it because like that makes me excited that's true and it's funny this is why we love tropes right because we love certain yes. things and i feel like thrillers like each book is like its own trope like so if you like this one you're just gonna like all of these that i mean you're not you might not obviously sometimes an author takes a twist on it and you're like let's not do that again um but <laughs> yeah that's really funny because i feel the same exact way and also riley sager's new book sounds like it if if it delivers the way his first three book delivers it's gonna be my favorite because i love that because I, I love that setup <laughs> that much <laughs> The like spying, the spying on the neighbors type thing like that. Yeah, I've loved every book or show or movie or whatever because I watched The Girl on the Train, Mm -hmm. uh, the movie version that has that spying on the neighbors trope or like you think you see something because you've been looking out your window. I'm like, yep, 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 I'm here for that. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's because it's like the most realistic because like we all do it, right? Like we all notice things and we're like, wait. It what? is. It's such like an innocent setup. Mm-hmm. It's such like like all you're doing. I mean, there's some where it's like you're you know woman in the window. She's like Literally, drinking yes, and sitting like there oh, with, yeah. yeah. So it's a you know maybe a little <laughs> less innocent, but like it can be. Like you could just be looking out your window and then you're like, eh, yeah, and I've done it. Yeah, I've done. It. I'm like, oh, there's some drama going mm-hmm. on. I'm like, let me press my nose up to the glass. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna watch until this plays out. Yeah. And you're like, we, we've been there. We've done yeah, it. I've it's- got a couple neighbors like that. There's a gal like. <laughs> Four houses down, she legit has like a telescope. I'm not keeping oh it. And like she's called we had a roommate live with us for like two and a half years. And she called I guess for like she called the cops because I kid you not, she was parking our roommate was parking straight facing the curb instead of parallel with the curb because we're at the end of a cul-de-sac. And so the cops had been coming okay. out for over a year trying to like see which car they she kept calling about and because she was never my roommate was never home like when the cops were coming and they never knocked at our door because they didn't know whose house you know because it wasn't the car and then behind us we have like a condo stuff we have a naked neighbor and so oh no (laughs) not the naked neighbor full legit naked neighbor and so we actually had to put up like a wooden screen in front of our window because we can like we're lying oh, in bed gosh. and we look up and there's a full-blown 300 pound naked neighbor dude like and we can <laughs> see him from our bed and like, oh my god i don't know i just i'm like we have those neighbors like, yeah i'm not those neighbors but we have those neighbors <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it's actually funny because you were just talking about like a spine on your neighbors have you guys seen the movie Dis- disturbia I think it's called no. with Shia LaBeouf. I don't think so. So it's older. Obviously, it's like, I don't know, beginning of 2000s, I think. Uh, but when he was like making movies all the time. But it's literally about a teenager who gets put on house arrest because of something he does. And then he like spies on all his neighbors. And then he thinks one of his neighbors is a serial killer. It's so good. I'm oh, like, I already like you said those like, I don't know, whatever that was. Three <laughs> sentences. I'm like, yep. That's my jam right you there. 100% watch it. It was really funny. I made uh, I made people watch it. I made my friend's mom watch it with us. Or we were watching it and she was like walking in and out of the room. And she like screamed on some parts. It was the funniest experience ever because like I've seen it before. And I'm like, why are you screaming? But cool. Um, but it's so good. It was the tension and that was done really, really well. And like Shia LaBeouf, I love him as an actor. So it's like his prime time. Um but very much the kind of everybody thinks he's an unreliable narrator, but he's yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that castle episode where he's when laid he's, up, yes, yes, and like he's watching out the window, and everyone thinks he's unreliable because he's a writer, you know. Yes, and, and on vacation, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and he's bored and he sees the whole murder. I love yeah. all that. That's a yeah. good one. So definitely check that out. I want I want to hear what you guys think about that movie just thought of it okay i'm writing that one too and i'm like ooh, old school shia labeouf i'm here for it yeah i love giving people homework <laughs> <laughs> um okay is there anything else we want to mention really fast before we wrap this up any other 
Nope. <laughs> I've got my my TBR is full, so please don't talk about any more books. That's like no more, please. Um, <laughs> I will. I will give one more series. Okay. I just like. Oh, I got sneeze. Got sneeze. One second. Okay, got it. Okay, we're good. Sorry. I'm leaving that in as is. <laughs> okay, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like explode all over this mic. Okay, we're good. Okay, so the DCI Logan series, there's 13 of them. I read all 13 like back to back to back to back to back. Um, and I was, I was eating them like one a day. Not even kidding. But I loved them because they were set in Scotland. Ooh. And Ooh. since I am traveling to Scotland soon, mm-hmm. it just felt really perfect. And they're set in the same areas that I'm going to be traveling to. So it was so much fun to read the setting that I'm going to go see and just seeing it all. And they were, they were like slightly, not like slightly gory, like slightly darker than the average, I think police procedural, Mm -hmm. which I loved, you know, since apparently I love really dark, like gritty stuff. Um, but yeah, those are really fun. If you want like a cool set, like a really moody setting to match the moody story, that's a good series. Okay, and the 100%. character interactions okay. are really good. Okay, I'm, I'm writing that one down because that sounds exactly like what I want to read. So anyway, dark and moody. <laughs> and a little gory. Okay, and a little gory. Okay. Just, like, just like the perfect amount. You're like, ooh, like I shouldn't be enjoying this, but like you are. <laughs> Awesome. And on that note, no, um, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up here. If you guys have a favorite thriller we haven't mentioned or an author, please let us know because we'll write it down and we'll read it. Yep. Abby, probably yep. before the well, both of us, but it's still, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but be sure to follow us on Instagram at Reading Queens Pod. Also, I'll also leave a book a shop page link below. Wow, did I just butcher that sentence? Anyway, um, there will be a link below if you want to purchase one of these books uh, and support an indie store. Also, before you go, please give us a follow on your favorite podcast platform and leave a star rating or a review. And then tell everybody that we talk about the best subjects around and come hang out with us every <laughs> Wednesday. And then we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.